Okay, well, we're going to stop talking. We're going to stop talking about it right now, and we'll talk about it later. Oh, wait, are we talking about it? Have you decided to talk about it or not? I don't know. We're going to find out. (laughs) We're going to see whether I open my mouth or not. So your guys' guess will be as good as mine. Excellent. (laughs) Um, Tiana, so you are a fan of the show. A funky spunk or sex in the city? Mm, Both. both. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes and yes. Perfect. Perfect. I think you're the first double for us. Somebody who is a fan of the show and watched it and has actually listened to our podcast. Yeah. We usually get people on here that have never seen it before. Or listened. Yeah. Yeah. We really need to diversify our audience. (laughs) (laughs) Or our guests, I mean. (laughs) Yeah. I I love the show. I love your show. Awesome. Guys, if you can tell, we have a guest today. Oh, are we recording? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Tiana. Thanks. Uh, this is Tiana. Uh, she is an old friend of mine. We've known each other for a million years. And I know that you guys live together, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Did you watch the show while you lived together? Probably. I'm, I'm assuming we had it on at least. I feel like. Friends or Sex and the City mm-hmm. were probably on in the background. And multiple references. She also, you used to watch The Office and I never liked The Office. So that's not one that we could relate to. Yeah, no. Yeah. Still don't like The Office. I don't get it. Okay. How <laughs> long have you been a fan of Sex and the City? Did you watch it when it was out the first time or did you watch the TBS reruns? Mm. No judgment. I watched it when it was out the first time, but it wasn't like the first few seasons. I caught it on the last few seasons on the tail end. and then had to rewatch the first few seasons. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. But you're like, you're an OG. I've been watching this show for a while. <laughs> In your early 20s, which one were you the most like, or your late teens, early 20s when you were watching it for the first time? I think... Everyone's like, oh, I'm Carrie, right? I'm totally the Carrie. But I think I was probably a mix of like a Carrie Charlotte. Mm, I would pin that too. Yeah. And who do you think you are today? Mm, I don't think I'm a Carrie because to be honest, like the older I've gotten, she does annoy the shit out of me. (laughs) Oh my God. Thank you. (laughs) Worse. You're like, she is, she actually sucks. Yes. Happy to hear that you don't think you suck. I don't think I, I suck. I also don't think you suck. Thank you. <laughs> I, it just makes so much more sense to me that all of the relationship problems I had are mm-hmm. because of this character. Right? Not all of them, but like 90% of them are because of this character. She sure makes it seem like that's what we're supposed to believe. Mm. There's a perfect moment in this episode when uh, Samantha has to tell her to basically like get with sex today. And she's like, well, you can't have sex with a gay couple. I think I was a Charlotte when I first started watching it. Yeah. Yes. And then I quickly pivoted to Samantha in college. Mm. Just took a hard left. (laughs) Overcompensated. (laughs) I kind of like that though, honestly. Like I feel like Samantha is like something to be like some ambition, you know, like she's so awesome. I don't know. She does kind of, this is, she questions her, confidence in this episode mm-hmm. for maybe the first time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's so far first time per se, but it's interesting because she entered this episode had fabulous outfits 
And the chances of me coming back to them throughout this episode are pretty high. But she started her high horse talking about how Charlotte, somebody fell asleep on Charlotte. And she started talking about how like, yeah, of course. Well, Charlotte. you're jumping, you're jumping ahead. You're jumping Ew. ahead. You're jumping ahead. We are going to talk about that. We're going to talk about falling asleep during sex. We're going to talk about tantric sex. And... We're going to talk about some splooge in the face. So get excited, guys. IRL. (laughs) Welcome to Funky Spunk, where we discuss Sex and the City episode by episode. We take a look at how this show informed our young, youthful sex lives and what it means for us today as old 30-something women. Young and youthful, huh? (laughs) We were. (laughs) I don't know now. I took off my heels already today. Great. I'm Zimmy, your cultural sex guide. And I am Brit, your super pop, cult, pop, 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 pop. That's the one. Yeah. And this, and this is, is Funky, Funky Spunk. Let's <laughs> do it to it, honey. One day we're going to, we're going to nail it. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, back to my original point. Okay, this yeah. Show, Samantha and her confidence. The show mm-hmm. opens with Charlotte realizing that this like neurosurgeon guy fell asleep on top of her while making love. And as Carrie and Samantha are discussing it, they're walking down the street and Samantha is wearing the most beautiful red power suit. Mm-hmm. And in this beautiful red power suit, she is talking about how she is the best person to have sex with. And she just had this validation because this very good looking gay couple said, I want to have sex with a woman for the first time. We choose you. And she was considering it. And it's just funny to go back to your point about how this is the first time we see her insecurity. You see it in the wardrobe styling. She goes from red power suit down to like this almost invisible. I can't even give you details on what she was wearing throughout the rest of the episode as she spirals into her insecurity. It was great. great I was going to say, I don't even remember what she was wearing mm-hmm. after that. Yeah, that's a good point. I So we've got two characters on two different ends of the spectrum. We have one that's just like, I can do no wrong. I'm awesome. And then one who is crying into her bed sheets because her partner just fell asleep on her. What I love about this episode, though, is that it becomes this like kind of gray area mm-hmm. for sex. Now, I'm just going to, we're just going to open up with a bang. Has anyone fallen asleep during sex at this table or had someone fall asleep on them. Or you can tell a story about a friend, quote unquote. <laughs> <A> friend. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've fallen asleep during sex, but ah. I think that's because I was probably pretty drunk. <laughs> yeah. To be honest. That's, I could see that. That's a valid situation for <laughs> falling asleep. Yeah. Well, and this guy was a neurosurgeon. He probably... He had multiple surgeries in the day. He's probably been up for like 48 hours straight. Mm -hmm. And Charlotte has this like perfect vision in her head of this doctor that comes home to this perfect girlfriend Mm -hmm. and they're going to have this perfect sex. And he's just fucking tired. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is when I get mad at the show for like setting unrealistic expectations. Like when you're in your twenties, you're like, nobody should fall asleep on me. I'm amazing. And it's like, that's endless. That's not real life. (laughs) Like People are tired. People have jobs. Like, yeah, I walked into this room tonight, like a fucking zombie. (laughs) (laughs) Like the world doesn't revolve around you and how good you are in bed. Yeah. Unfortunately. But I do kind of like to see the gray area, especially our characters have been so on brand 
mm-hmm. only season two. They're mm-hmm. so they're trying to like hammer it into us what these characters are, and we're starting to get a little. Yeah, it's starting to be a little less of a typecast, and instead more of like a full development. Yes, which the. Charlotte is the one that signs up for this tantric sex class, which I love. Yes. I also love. I was so impressed. Like uh, side note, there are moments when this show, when you start to say you're going to do something and the girls all give you such insane feedback. I think I would be afraid to tell them that I signed up for this tantric sex class, let alone sign them up for it too. But I'm sorry. You said you would be at that table. They were very really? judgy. They're always judgy. I, it was too judgy today. I was like, damn, good for Charlotte. She's like, you know, I work out. Why not work this? And I was like, fuck, should I be working this? I, I, I would sign up for a tantric sex class. Do if these I knew exist? Go. Can we Google this? Uh, Dr. Ruth, the sex therapist, probably has a class about this. Probably. Listeners, if you have been to a tantric sex class... Or seen it advertised. Know any of of them in the Denver area. FBI agent listening. Feel free to serve an ad for this, please. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) On your phone when you talk about things and then suddenly you get ads for it. I'm just speaking directly to the FBI agent. Okay, Mm. we're now going down a conspiracy theory rabbit hole. More on that (laughs) after the break. (laughs) Anyway, so they go to this tantric sex class, which is, this is when I would get embarrassed. This is, I don't know if I could stay in that room. They stay in that room. How long were they watching this for like an hour and a half? Yeah, Yeah. too long. I don't know. I don't know. That didn't track super well because they seemed to cut very fast from the start to an hour and a half in. I was like, what? How has this man been going this long? And then all of a sudden, poof. Yeah. And they're all like in the same position. I don't know. Is that the, is that realistic? I would have, I probably would have been pacing around the room or like in the fetal position in the corner. Like, Like, are we still here? I like that. This is where you all went. I straight up went to, is this legal? Is this a version of like a sex show or like, are you allowed to pay to watch? I know peep shows were once a thing. Are they still a thing? I don't know. So that's where I went to. We don't keep shame. That's why I was in her house. That's why I was in her house. Private party. Still want to know the legality of this. Still curious. Well, if we have any lawyer friends, we'll ask. Okay. (laughs) Asking for a friend. (laughs) Asking for a friend. (laughs) Also, the fact that the class was $50. I know. It's like almost free. (laughs) I had meant to, in my head, find out what $50 in like 1999 is today. Mm -hmm. And I forgot. But I bet it's closer to like 80 something now, which is still... For an hour and a half long class where you get to like essentially watch a sex act happen seems like a good deal. I haven't even hosted floral workshops for that cheap. (laughs) And you do not walk out with an orgasm. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) I think you should expand your offerings. (laughs) You'd get a lot of customers. (laughs) Diversify that audience of yours. I'll think about it. Um, but it ends with, uh, poor Miranda. Oh, gross. And I the, coughed. And the, what I did like you call that. it the other night? Splurp? <laughs> Sploop? Sploop? I don't remember. I think it was splurp. Splurp. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <sighs> Real mature over here. Right in the face. Oh my God. Also, how in the world did she not think about that and put like some kind of umbrella 
for the audience, you know, because that shit goes everywhere, even when they're aiming. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's how did you're they're holding, you're aiming. Why is it here now? Maybe it's part of the experience. It's interactive, you know, Ugh. like uh, like that weird Al Yankovich who like hit watermelons, <laughs> and it would like fly into the audience. No, nobody. Am I aging myself? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I wouldn't enjoy that either. Was it Weird Al? I think it was Weird Al. People would wear like raincoats and he would like hit things and they would, it would fly out into the audience. It's like expected. Okay. I'm going to put this on our Instagram. This is a thing. I am not making this up. (laughs) (laughs) I wish you could see our faces. (laughs) What? Crickets. Do I have a sound effect for crickets? I don't, you have six buttons. Let's see. Yes. (laughs) Well, that was appropriate for our reactions. (laughs) Um, anyway, so then we have Samantha. So they've taken the tantric sex class. Charlotte is, she's trying to better herself, which she takes notes and she does. I think is great in my adulthood. I I appreciate this. Mm -hmm. Samantha does not take it serious. You start to see her. It was, I had the most fun during that scene of watching their facial expressions. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think Carrie or Miranda really were taking it as seriously, but by the end, Samantha is straight up. I don't know how to tell the audience I'm doing this. She's craning. She's like squinting. Okay, good. I'm glad that you figured that out. Cause I was, I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) She's like, got her mouth kind of open. She is like focused. So she gets into it at the end. You can see that her insecurity was like, or in classic Samantha, what I really would have liked to see come at the end of this or come, I guess, in general. I was going to say. is the turnaround of how does this work for me? (laughs) Like, why are we still focused on him? Sure. Which is what this tantric class of two hours is missing. Well, she ends up getting, I guess, for lack of a better word, rejected at the end of all of this by the two guys that asked to have sex with her. Mm-hmm. Is she really rejected though? That's not like, not really. They're gay. They're gay. It's literally not you. It's them. Right. It's literally not you. It is them. <laughs> but it's so sad that she takes it so hard. Right. I guess that's just how high her confidence is, which is crazy. Does that mean it's a high confidence or is she like, she's got a wall up because I feel mm-hmm. like, with true confidence, you could have been like, yeah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think she put too much energy into what this experience meant, which is funny because she talks about how she talks about how in the new millennium, it's not going to be sexual labor any longer. It'll be sexual expression. And she says, we will be sleeping with individuals, not men or women. And soon everyone will be pansexual. There's no more gay or straight. It's just good or bad in bed. Which I really enjoyed. And also, I don't think that new millennium came until 2020. It definitely didn't come in 2000s. No. It's still like kind of, we're still kind of working towards that. But Gen Z is is, moving us towards that. This is the first time that we see the show actually like think past their tiny little tunnel, right? Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I was quite shocked. I I was like, a pansexual reference in 2000. Okay. Missed that the first watch, watch, and I think that was just like oh yeah, absolutely. My biases. Yeah, just- I think I remember this show opening up the idea of like gay couples being normal, right? Because you grow up as a child in the nineties, and I never watched Will and Grace, so I never really got that 
like I never got that intro to gay in TV or whatever, or in pop culture. And so this definitely starts to open up the idea that gay is normal, et cetera, for a young teenage into late teens girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This isn't even the main story of the episode though. No, but um, the reason what I was originally going to say that I probably got off track and forgot to say. Um, Weird. Yeah. Shocking. As I pour <laughs> myself more wine. Uh, <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> um, what I was going to say is Samantha was so ahead of the curve at the beginning of this episode. Red power suit, confidence in her sex drive, the ability to say people can have sex with whoever they want. And then towards the end of this, all of that goes away. And it's a bummer because she should have been just as quick to say, well, fooling around like that is the point of sexual exploration. Sometimes you find out you don't like or want something. And that is just as valid as finding out that something brings you pleasure. Right. It's more relative mm-hmm. and it depends mm-hmm. on your partner and it depends on well, fuck. It depends on the day. It mm-hmm. depends on your mood. It depends on how much sleep you had. It I felt bad that they wanted to go get gelato. I was like, you guys aren't least like a little riled up. Like, I feel like you just like blue balls to everybody. Brittany, it's gelati. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is kind of delusional though, to think that two gay men will want to have sex with you. I, even if it was their idea, it's a little delusional in my opinion. Yeah. I, um, I think there are some people who could sit on that pan or that poly, not poly, but that pan line of, I can be attracted to somebody. I am typically attracted to male, um, cis male guys. And in this case, I want to explore. And then the exploration didn't work out. Like, I think that's Mm -hmm. totally fine. I think there's also people who would want to explore, enjoy it, and then be the butt. Be, be be like, I'm back in my lane. My lane is good for me. I like my lane. I like my lane. Yeah, well, for sure. Probably very Charlotte in my lane. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we have Carrie. Uh, Carrie. And uh, I think I think it's fair to say that we talked briefly before we started recording of whether how, like how much we wanted to talk about this. Um, they I think they portray it in a very hilarious way. Addiction is not hilarious. We'll just put that, we'll just start, put that on the table right now. Right. Um, And we will put things in the show notes as far as help. If you're like thinking about getting help or are want someone else to seek out help or things like that. I like it. Not hilarious. No. In this 30 minutes, they use, it's a comedy and they use it, the comedy to their advantage. So that being said, (laughs) from a reality standpoint, so essentially Carrie ends up having a tossed cigarette hit her in the arm and that meets, which has fucking happened to me. And it's the worst. It has never happened to me, but like, how fucking dare you not one toss your cigarette Two, not look at where you're tossing your cigarette, Mm. Uh, but it it turns into a, a meat cute. It does. Um, and this is one of the few men that show up in the show where I'm like, you are legitimately very cute and attractive. It took me a while to get there though. I was like, wait a minute. Is he cute? Yes. Hey, what's your opinion on Skippy? I do not like Skippy. Damn it. Yes. <laughs> I love Skippy so much. He just, oh, oh boy, Skippy. 
Anyway, um, back to the point. <laughs> this guy does kind of have like a James Dean leaning against a wall, mm-hmm. kind of greasy, low eye, like kind of like, don't give a fuck what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of vibe. And it's attractive and they go and they get coffee. They go through a handful of cigarettes and good conversation and Carrie drops his number. And I was proud of her for that. She makes it like the narration talks about how she doesn't often drop the phone number, yeah. but like, yeah, man, if it's working, put it out there. Does anyone give out their phone number anymore? Or do we just wait for people to the reach kids out? Give out their Snapchat handles. Do they? Oh, really? <laughs> According to my 20 year old nephew-in-law. I just give out fake names now when I'm at the bar. <laughs> it's quite fun. <laughs> I have a whole new personality. <laughs> Who is she? What is her name? It really depends on the day and like what the guy is that I'm trying to fuck with, which is kind of mean, but. <laughs> no, I love it. I like this. I like it. <laughs> I love it. And most of them probably deserve it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um. So they, they, she runs into him again because he hasn't called and he's weird. He's on the street and he hasn't introduced his friend. And he's weird to see her. The whole interaction is so awkward. We quickly find out that it's AA. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone, if you guys are familiar with the 12 steps, I think everyone pretty much knows it is anonymous. That's actually the like naivety of this episode that bothers me the most is that Carrie has made it into her mid thirties without knowing anything about what it's like to be date somebody in recovery. Her comment of, I hope to be, yeah. I love alcoholics. I hope to be one, one day was so cringy oh, to me. God. I was I, like, no. Yeah. I, I think I had like a physical reaction to it. He was uh, like, not funny. And she's like, but maybe one day. And I was like, Ugh. yeah, she, she just like dug in. She kept going with it. So she clearly doesn't know the severity of that disease mm-hmm. at all. Um, he's pretty new into it. He's yeah, less he than a year. He's only 11 months or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And says, fuck it. Like, let's, it's only a couple of weeks. Let's do it anyway. Yeah. For reference, if you don't know, the idea is in new, in, when you're in AA and you're going through sobriety of anything, you're not supposed to partake in anything for that first year. And they don't want you to do a relationship in that first year. So he's like, it's fine. It's a few weeks. We can go out, which is why he hadn't called. And she couldn't understand that. And then she gets the consequences of it. Which is when he's saying, what the hell? It's only a month. You're just like, no, this is not going to end well. Right. Yeah. This is going to be a, this is going to be a I short. Can see it. I can see it. <laughs> I have, um, mentioned before on the show, I am a recovering codependent. I have dated several people who have had an addiction and come from a long line of addiction. So I am, this is very familiar territory for me. Mm-hmm. So the moment that she, like, he didn't introduce himself, I was like, oh, well, AA. <laughs> I already knew it. Um, everything that they were doing was just like, so I was like, Oh God, this is just the worst. This is the worst idea. And I, I can relate to a lot of them. I've the worst part is he is doing so good. The first three dates are clearly good dates and he resists not even giving her a kiss. Good night. And the worst part of it is either he didn't communicate what that should look like for him. Like, I can't kiss you. This is like, I'm enjoying myself and I want to keep going, but we can't get physical yet. Like he didn't openly communicate that or Carrie was completely unsupportive of this. Just railroaded focused on her own needs here. 
I think it was both. Yeah. He's a terrible communicator. Yeah. And then she's just kind of like the Samantha delusion. Like I can yeah. change man. Yeah, for sure. It, and then they have sex. I have had it. I have I, a previous relationship did talk about this briefly. And he said that they were all kind of, um, addicted and by they, the people that he had brought into his community were all kind of addicted to sex because they had never had sex sober before. Mm-hmm. So it was like this other addiction that they were kind of fighting. And I don't know if that's the same for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just what he had mentioned to me. So I do think that this is something that happens. It's happened. <laughs> It's up. I am, tell me more. Tell us. I am Carrie. <laughs> well, no, I'm Carrie on an understanding level because I understand what sobriety and moving through the steps is. But I went out with somebody well, many moons ago. I went out with somebody who was sober and he was, uh, I want to say like a year and a half into his sobriety. Um, and so he was on the dating apps. Like he was clearly trying and, I did not mind that he was sober. You know, this guy actively asked Carrie, does that bother you? Um, But he was sober from like hallucinogenic drugs. And I mean, he was sober from everything, but I guess the issue that he like the substance that he abused the most had more to do with more like mind altering drugs than just alcohol. Anyway, I was the first person he had had sex with since being sober. And it's an ego boost. Because he's just so like excited and pleased. I truly do not think he will ever forget me. Oh shit. And by me, I definitely mean the experience. Um, But I was like even taken aback by his reaction of it. Cause I was like, I mean, I was feeling pretty confident about myself at the time. <laughs> Dust your shoulders You quickly off. went to being Samantha. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah uh, Zimmy <laughs> mentioned that she went from Charlotte to Samantha, took that hard left. I was in the midst of my left. Like my left was going strong. Samantha was queen of the vagina for me. <laughs> How long did it take you to realize, or did you realize that he was experiencing this for the first time? We did not. We had like light kissed prior, we had probably dated for about a week and a half, two weeks or so before we slept together, which in my height of left Samantha 20 something life, pretty good for me. (laughs) And we ended up only sleeping together a couple of times because, well, I wouldn't say it was the most enjoyable for me, but I definitely, we both, I remember having an active conversation with him where he was like, this is probably, I probably need to process why I like this so much. So he was aware, he was aware of the impact that it was having. So So he didn't show up drunk and naked. I am pretty sure I did not contribute to him falling off the wagon. (laughs) Well, that's how long was he sober before you guys? I want to say it was like a year and a half or so. Okay. Like I, I don't remember it quite being two years, but it was definitely well past that year mark. So does that mean he did not have sex for a year and a half? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And apparently he'd gotten to like such a rock bottom place that I don't really know what his life looked like before sobriety. It sounds like it was a pretty dark, gruesome drug related space. Mm-hmm. But I did ask a lot of questions about cleanliness and 
STD tests prior to sleeping with him. Oh, you gotta. You know, oh yeah. Even, safety first. Even if they're not addicted to yeah. things. Did well, you, yes. <laughs> did you enjoy it as much as he did? Oh, good question. Because <laughs> <laughs> you only did it a few times, so I'm assuming the dick wasn't that good. Okay, here it is. Oh my God. And two weeks in a row, Britt is blushing. <laughs> you guys, I lived with her for like a year. I've never seen Brittany blush like, and worked with her for like more. Um, he is a living Coke can. <laughs> oh my God. So it's not the most comfortable I've ever been in my life. One day we should discuss or the episode should discuss. What do you mean by Coke can, Britt? Girth? <laughs> Short and thick. Okay. Uh, real thick. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> awesome. So it was a very awkward. I had never experienced the pee quite like this. And then everything from there on out. And also he was an incredibly sweaty person. Oh, and I don't really like being sweaty. I don't yeah, that like might've been nerves. Huh? Just, that might've been nerves. Just like so nervous for oh, this no. new experience. I went on plenty of walks with this dude. He lived <laughs> off Broadway. We'd rock walk to and from Broadway. No, no. I, he's a very sweaty dude. <laughs> okay. I have dated many sweaty dudes and he takes the trophy for being the sweatiest. Well, I'm so glad that you could offer he this wonderful experience so for him. Weird and- places in my history. I will also never forget him apparently, but I know I'm unforgettable. I'm not going to look at a Coke can the same. <laughs> <Nope. my laughs> we have cans of wine same. on it's the not table. Not quite as long. I, mm. Okay, here we are. And- uh, well. <laughs> Keep drinking. Anyway, uh, when we, I, I did break things off in that relationship, which he took pretty hard. Um, he took so much harder considering the relationship was like a handful of weeks at the most. Like, I don't think we hit the month mark. Um, he took it really hard. And I think that is also like contributed to his awareness of how maybe he's not ready for an intimate relationship, but it was definitely, Carrie could have known, Carrie should have known better. Anyway, I'm I don't, I don't know if you can put it too much on her. Like it's, I, she had never dated anyone in the program before. I'll and say, I don't I've know. I've never dated anybody in the program before. I right. would have a very limited frame of reference for how to handle that. I probably wouldn't make jokes about one day being come, becoming an alcoholic, but yeah, that's probably <laughs> that's a given. Well, that's much. good. Would you one day get on a podcast and tell all about it? Uh, uh. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, especially, I don't know what the program was like in the '90s either. Maybe it was a little right. more hush hush than mm-hmm. it is now. So we can't really, as much as I like to just trash Carrie, mm-hmm. I'm not sure we can put it on her. And I, it's not her responsibility to manage his addiction. And she recognizes yeah. that it's gone too far. She starts to try to like put those boundaries in. She did, yeah. And that's when he fell off the bit. Ba- wagon and showed because up at her apartment yelling drunk. She is not a codependent. 
I would have been like, oh, no, come up. Let's talk about it for hours and you can cry and I can feel bad about myself. And then I can take you to all of your meetings and make sure that you have all that you need. And oh, wait, you need to cheat? probably need to cheat just to get it out. You should probably just sleep with some other people. It's my fault. It's definitely my fault. And then spend the next 10 years talking about it and then be on a podcast about it later. We're doing great here today. (laughs) Wait, can I ask you guys a question? When he's out there on the street stripping down and she throws her cute little robe, I was like, but the robe. But the robe. Why would you throw the robe? She's also in it in uh, later episodes too. So that means she went down. I would go down and get it. (laughs) I'm not throwing a cute robe at some rando stripping in my alley. Mm -mm. Look, I am looking at nice robes for the first time in my life as like bridal accessories. That shit is absurdly expensive for the limited amount of fabric. Do not throw that out a window. Don't even put that in the dryer. It's also naive of her to think like he would see the robe and be like, oh, you're right. This is inappropriate. Yeah. Let me cover up the Coke can with the robe. I will cover up. I'll God. leave. We'll talk about this tomorrow. <laughs> it's exactly how drunken fits go. Well, guys, we are going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we are actually upping our sex bird game. Woo! Yeah. Nope. Don't do that. Oh. <laughs> no more of that. Maybe. But we are excited. Uh, Brits partner, soon to be husband, Mm, bridal robes, has decided that he is just over our shitty trivia and he's going to take over and test us to the limits. So let's see how shitty his trivia is. Yes. So uh, the fun part about it is that when we come back, he will actually be calling in and we all get to guess on the trivia, including our lovely guest, Tiana. Oh boy. So stick around. Oh boy for all of us. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Stick around. We'll be right back. Funky Spunk Podcast is brought to you by Steno Denver, a rad boutique co-working space in the lovely City Park West neighborhood of Denver. If you are looking for a new place to work or you want to get those small businesses out of the basement, seriously, go check out Steno. It's a beautiful space. You're going to meet some amazing people and our listeners will get two free weeks of co-working. Just head to their website at stenodenver.com and use the promo code Funky Spunk. Brit, one, two, three, check. Zimmy. Tiana. Our, All right, cool. I got everybody. Our oh, powers combined. Him. Yeah, he's better now in volume. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bo. Greetings you, all. <laughs> we are so excited to uh, to amp up our sexpert section and have you here to help us out. Thank this you. all started... Last week, Zimmy and I were talking about creating trivia and trying to spice things up. And then my partner, who we're speaking with, was like, I'll make the trivia. And Zimmy was like, don't kid me because I will hold you to this. And here we are. We all know this is my favorite segment. (laughs) And we've also figured out that neither of us are sexperts. So did Bo make up the questions? Yes. So none of us know what's coming. (laughs) Yes, I think this is the first time that like no one in the room knows the answer. That's exciting. I don't know. We are going to have to come up knowing the answer. I hate being on the side that doesn't. Yeah. Uh, I think we need to come up with a different segment name though for you. I know it's got to be something flashy and maybe with like alliteration, Bo's bombastic bits of (laughs) 
bites? Maybe, maybe less so this time. We'll work on the name like once we build it up a little bit. I had a tough time with material this week. I like, mean, there's, there wasn't a lot to work with uh, trivia-wise. What about like Bo's sex bites or something like that? Hmm. He is a snack monster. kind of... <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll workshop that. Okay, sex bite. So Bo is calling in. Uh, that I am. Tell us a little bit about your trivia. How many questions do you have? What are well, they Well, I have, I have the standard three, which I think is pretty normal. Mm-hmm. But those are, are generic and sort of the same same style. So I have two bonus questions. Oh, we shit. have five in total. Ooh. Oh, this is a freaking pop quiz. I'm ready. Let's do this. All right, let's work backwards. Let's go with the fun one first. What? Yeah. Hey, you uh, should do the standard, right? Hey, you're micromanaging. I am. I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> do the fun one. So if you search tantric sex workshops, on Google. Oh, he did the, the work for us. Did you do the work for us, Bo? Hmm? Hmm? Uh, I don't know. We'll talk affordability soon. <laughs> so the uh, the most $50. popular the the main event according to Eventbrite is the three day tantra workshop for beginners in Boulder. What oh, my first question Boulder, is weirdos. <laughs> What do you believe the price range would be for a three-day tantra workshop? Well, the fact that it's in Boulder, Colorado means is definitely not $50 or with inflation, probably $85. So no. Definitely more than the $50 that they paid for <laughs> on the show. I'm going to go with it. Wait, it's three days. Yes. So it's like a, it's like a, a so, tantric sex camp. Is lodging yeah, it's yeah, it's on like three days with workshops. And, you know, you bring personal items and pillows and $2,000. Yeah. I was going to say at least in the thousands. Yeah. $2,000 is too low for for me. $1 to $2,000. I think we should call it $3,500. It's Boulder. What does that mean? Three days. (laughs) They they love to charge for. Oh yeah. You get to like charge for being in Boulder, let alone the like workshops and the housing. And also, they have yeah. to pay for the housing. Okay, let's up it. Yeah. Thirty five. And you know, I do. I did not. I did not look into whether or not you're paying to stay there as well. I do not believe you oh, are. Oh, okay. So okay. I can't be sure. I should have made sure on the price if that includes lodging. I do not believe it does because okay. the all around package, the three day with all the workshops, is thirteen hundred and fifty dollars. Ooh, what a okay. steal! What? For a couple oh. or per person? Per person. Does it offer? So I guess couples? you know if you're if you're doing the math, I guess uh, I literally you just would did be the pretty math. close on like the the two to three thousand per couple. So. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's four fifty a day. Which- I love that these are available and so easily accessible. Look, I have to say, <laughs> and if close you, by, yeah, <laughs> if you took six classes in a day. Those classes come out to $75 a piece, which puts it on par with her pricing in the show. Mm-hmm. And it kind of right. said $80 a class. Yeah. Anyway. I'm learning so much already. I love we will this. talk about affordability yeah. later, babe. <laughs> Pack your bags, Bo. <laughs> no, we have to plan a wedding. Don't do that yet. You can do your honeymoon there. <laughs> Tantric right. sex workshop honeymoon. Yes. <laughs> Who did Hawaii? <laughs> they probably got him in Hawaii too. 
They probably um, do have them in Hawaii. The they are probably so much more money in Hawaii. Yeah. Number All two. Right. Uh, fun question number two. In this episode at breakfast, Carrie orders a Spanish omelet. Can anyone describe what a Spanish omelet is? Oh, this is unfair. Which is probably not even like made up from the Spanish people. It's probably something that. No. <laughs> the Denver omelet. Can we get yeah. a pass? <laughs> I, so my one thought. I, tomatoes, spinach. Ham. Or like prosciutto or something. Mm-hmm. Um, because you have Spanish jamón, the like, the way they ma- they make their ham. Jamón, right? You look. So well, look at me with- for as many years as I spent in the kitchen, I was also unfamiliar with the Spanish omelet. Oh, shit. And from what I can tell, it is actually more like a quiche, possibly, than an omelet. The main ingredients are eggs and potatoes, and it's usually served at room temperature. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) So I get the impression it's a little more quiche-like. So no one's ordered it recently? No That's one's why. wanted a lukewarm quiche with hey, mystery do, ingredients. Do any of our <laughs> listeners know why I'm the sure Denver omelet like, is what it is? If it's Spanish, it's, I'm sure it's like spreadable. You put it on top of some bread with like a little drizzle of something or like a tapenade. So maybe it know. has like a little salsa or something. No, that's Mexican. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We had, know. we had, we had this trivia last week and I failed with the Chinese food and the Thai food. And <laughs> guys, it made me look really good. Zim did real bad last week. I did fine. Yeah. It continue to look like an asshole. I am going <laughs> I to say to spinach, tomatoes, ham. Final answer. That sounds right. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll go with that. Spanish omelet, spinach, tomato, ham. Sounds delicious. It's like a pizza I had recently. Yeah. <laughs> And all right. So for our third and final round, the three-part question. Wait, oh, was that right? Were we, we right? Thanks. No, I described the Spanish omelet for you. What the um, potatoes? Yeah, oh, it, that is. <laughs> I guess. It's oh, I thought there were more. Oriented. I thought or that like, there were more ingredients, and that we were still guessing. Oh, I am sorry. I uh, no, that was. It's just eggs and Spanish potato at room temperature. More to do with how it's prepared than like. What's in it? I guess. Man, this is. Right. This I feel is, like yeah, we strayed astray for that one. I think we that should count for us. One yeah, point for us. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Host error. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, segment glitch. Uh, producer, producer error. All right. Uh, so for round three, we have questions related to Carrie's unicorn of a single smoker. Mm. In New York City. Mm-hmm. Oh, you said this is a three-part question. Yes. You know, they go to a coffee shop down the street where you can smoke after Carrie is hit with a cigarette by the guy who's standing outside the restaurant because mm-hmm. he can't smoke in there. So the first part of this question is: What year did they ban smoking on public transit in New York City? It was legal on public transit in New York City? Of course it was. imagine being in a subway car underground with everybody? I think probably sometime in the 80s. It was definitely before this show. She's never smoking a cigarette in the subway. She's never in the subway. Um, You used to be able to smoke on airplanes, too. I know, I I forget that, that too. And they still tell you not to. I feel like they did that in the 70s. I know. I was going to say, I feel like it's probably early 80s or late 70s. New York, it's like 
well known for being ahead of its time in terms of public health rules and regulations. Yeah, but you can still smoke inside in some states. Well, yeah, but I think for New York and then it would probably be California and then it would kind of like dribble out to the rest of the sane states before you hit Florida ever. Mm -hmm. So I would think- I think you can still smoke inside in Florida. You can. Uh, you can do whatever you want in Florida. Yeah. It's just anarchy. <laughs> Nobody cares. Um, I think Jamie regularly walks around without pants on. Yeah, it doesn't surprise <laughs> me. I'm sure nobody minds either. Um, I would say like 79 through 82 are my guesses. Like no, in that you gotta range. Pick, you got to pick a year. Well, I thought maybe you guys would contribute. 1987. Oh, no, it's 87. definitely not. 87. Yes. Oh. All right, Jimmy with 87. I'm going to say- with- Oh, sorry. 82. Okay. I'm going to agree right. with Tiana on 82. Uh, y'all were dancing around it. You were close. The year was 1978. Oh, oh my God, you were right. Close. The 70s. 70s. I was going to say. <laughs> nice. Nice. Damn. Why did I let right. Simi sway me? <laughs> 87. Well, uh, some years after that, smoking was initially banned in restaurants. So establishments that served food, you could still sometimes smoke in the bar section and you could still smoke in other public places. So what year did they ban smoking in restaurants? In New or York. At least yes, in New York. Because I remember when you could still smoke in restaurants in Colorado yeah. when we were younger. Yeah. And clearly <laughs> some restaurants still allow it in this episode. And this episode airs in like what, 99, maybe 2000? It's 99. Like, yeah. So I this think- one. So yeah, consider that he is outside the restaurant because he can't smoke in there, but she still knows the spot. I'm going to say like 96. No, it'd be after that because this is 98 or 99. Oh, because she still knows, but they're Because he he makes the comment that. They are outside on a patio. But he makes the comment that they don't allow it in this one. And she says, I know a spot that I, that still does. So I think it's later. Well, that's because he wasn't invited. He didn't want to invite her into the AA meeting. No, no, this meeting. Is the initial one yeah, when he flicks when, the cigarette and it hits her. Yeah, yeah. he was he at his AA up. meeting. No, he's outside no. a restaurant. He says they don't allow smoking in the restaurant. I, I'm going. Sure. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna argue this point. He was. He was standing at the same corner no. on the same spot when he meets Carrie the second time. I missed that. I think you're wrong. I'm 100 percent right on this. I can review it live right now. <laughs> I can bring it up on the TV. I don't think it's necessary because right. we still have to pick a a year that the the restaurants banned and it really doesn't have anything okay, to well do with. My guess is two. It'll just mean that I'm you I'm know right and Brit's wrong. You're ninety eight. <laughs> yeah, I think it's two thousand. What do you think? I'll go two thousand. Okay. All right. Two again. One again. Uh, the year was nineteen ninety five. Oh, shit. I was literally going to say you 95 so and then I was like, yeah, check it up a little bit. Someone said it early on, said 94, 95. I heard it. Oh, I did not. But, Damn it. <laughs> okay. So we're like, oh, four, five, four, oh, for four. We had one. <laughs> I wish these were multiple choice, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> this is so hard. I thought, this is so hard. You know, I thought maybe these, this <laughs> like section could be dark. multiple choice, but. You know, I mean, How I think you get then, credit for at least being within like five years. I mean, we, you, we had to pick one year out of the last 100 years that this was possible. That and you didn't one, think well, that this was going to be too difficult. I was within. And we all know how long legislation takes to get passed. It could have started in 92 and not passed till 95. So I think anything within five years counts. So you got at least number one, right? For sure. Yeah. Boom. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's All right. Your, your third question about smoking is what year did New York City officially ban smoking completely in public spaces? I didn't which know would that include was... all the bars and all the office buildings and all the warehouses. Oh, I'm going to say like 2002 or something like that. Yeah. I don't think with nine 11, I don't think they would have done it so soon after this traumatic event in history. Like I think 2002 legislatures are still trying to clean up 9-11, still trying to make the city feel safe and welcome, et cetera. And I think- Oh my God, overanalyzer, drop the politics and start talking about cigarettes. That's a much more (laughs) in-depth answer than my logic over here. Uh, All right, well- Yo, 9-11 got nothing to do with cigarettes. Let's go. Yeah, like, yeah, 2001, 2002. Okay, no, I think 2003 or four. Was that everybody's final answer? Yeah. Tiana, what was your final answer? 2002. Okay. One more time for me? 2002. Ooh, uh, I stand corrected. Britt was on the right track. The year was 2003. Yes! Oh, yes. <laughs> There's no way that the year after 9-11, around that one year <laughs> anniversary, they'd be like, you stressed out, sad motherfuckers can't smoke anywhere. <laughs> That's good. Hey, they started I can almost guarantee that. that that had nothing to do oh with my God. this passing. We're going to fact check this. I am going to look for a study about this. Yeah, it has to yeah. do with banning the tobacco trade from Middle Eastern countries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> actually, I'm going to look that up too because that would actually... Okay, Brittany has homework. Okay. Yeah, Brit has homework. homework. <laughs> because I am a vindictive bitch who must be proved right. <laughs> well, that concludes uh, Bo's Bodacious Trivia for this Bo's week. Y'all did okay with two trivia. and a half to three out of five. <laughs> I'll give you. You know, we're, we're I did not. I did not narrow things down. I did not give any multiple choices. So, I mean, the questions were tough. No, that's fine. Thanks for uh, showcasing today. how clueless we are. Hey, I mean, you've never lived in New York. Why would you know these things? Zimmy has lived. No, you lived in LA. I do. How many times on this podcast have I been? You continue to think that I've lived in New York. They're so far apart. (laughs) (laughs) Same, same. Literally on opposite sides. Same, same. Bo, thank you so much for uh, joining. We'll uh, see you next week. Same time, same, same bat time, same bat channel. We'll chat about that uh, tantric workshop. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I didn't know that it was banned everywhere. Makes sense. Yeah. I know in California you couldn't, when I lived there, you couldn't like specific shopping centers or, you know, uh, outdoor malls or whatever would, wouldn't let you, they would Mm -hmm. ban it, but I didn't think it was banned everywhere. I very vividly remember when Denver moved from no smoking in restaurants and then no Colorado, I should say, went from no smoking restaurants to no smoking within 10 feet of the door. Yeah. Uh, And living in North Carolina, the tobacco state, they give no fucks. They don't give a shit. You actually can't smoke inside. Oh. But you can, if it's raining, you can smoke inside the little like cover on the front door. No shit. Yeah. I used to be a smoker, like a pack a day. And today- some construction workers were smoking just like within 10 feet of my front door. And I was like, do you mind? Yeah. <laughs> my entire house smells like it now. 
I um, am very grateful. I have never smoked. Same. Because I also have little self-control. I don't know if we've learned that through my left turn, through my twenties and the last few podcasts, self-control, not my strongest suit. I have to say like, no offense to me, but like making out with a smoker is probably one of the ickiest, the things. most disgusting it's, thing it's really, ever. It's really gross. No, 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 no offense taken. Okay. I was like, it's really <laughs> disgusting and I can't take it. No, it's disgusting. What's worth though, like smoking or onion breath. I probably have re- onion breath on a regular basis. I'm going to go with smoking. I was <laughs> but like say, making out with somebody with onion breath is probably yeah. one of the grossest things I've ever had to do. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I don't know why we can't hear each other. Still. I can hear you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then it's just, it's just me. Great. Um, I feel good about that. You guys feel good about that? That was hard. It was so hard. Can you talk to him about that? Uh, Multiple choice, please. Yeah. (laughs) It was really hard. I'll see what I can do. Also, should I report back on the tantric workshopping? I'm curious. Three days. What? Yeah, we're going to look that up. for the honeymoon suggestion. Yeah, we're going to look that up. Uh, Dude. Uh, Tiana, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. We loved having you. Do you have anything uh, happening soon that you want to plug? That I want to plug? Yeah. You can follow me if you're interested in my European adventures. Yes. yes. What at, is your... It's at Tiana Vera. Perfect. Uh, her adventures in general are aesthetically beautiful. They are clean and her and her partner are attractive. So well, they are worthy my God, of following. <laughs> hey, I'm just but, saying that every time I watch them, I'm like, damn, life looks so much better on her screen than it does on mine. I mean, I will say like the only reason I have Instagram is because of my dog Geary. So that's the really reason you want to follow me. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. We Puppies. do like a puppy cuddle. Yeah. Gary the Shih Tzu. He's a genius. <laughs> is he? Yes, Brittany. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening to another week. Uh, next week we have episode 17. Uh, I don't even know what the one that is. We're not jumping ahead. So. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. But and maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe we won't. You'll find out when you li- tune in. Funky Spunk is brought to you by A Vague Idea Podcast Network. We record at Steno Denver. And please, please, please like and subscribe if you like to listen to our jabbering. Tell your friends. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.